And welcome to Fumble Through, Fumble Through, a podcast that knows that of all the inventions, whiteboards are the most remarkable. Hello, once again, one and all, and welcome to f- the Fumble Factory for another instalment of that drink beer and watch the wheels fall off show. <laughs> as a result, as a result hey, of and what? dad jokes, don't and dad, dad jokes, jokes and dad jokes as well. As a result of drunken buffoonery and in the spirit of reflection and maturity, I have taken a long hard look at myself and I tell you I did not like what I saw. Yeah, welcome and to I our am world. not doing that again. That said, I have identified an area of self-growth and I believe that I owe two sets of apologies this week. The first is to all the people out there who know the rules. Who, Brett- <laughs> who, who listened to the podcast. <laughs> Brett identified this last week after the game and it became very apparent that I done messed up. Whereats actually have immunity to damage, not resistance <laughs> to damage, and not just slashing like I thought. So this that- all... So that means we're in far well, worse it, situation it, it, than we even thought. It means that the encounter becomes a lot more precarious than I first thought. But because uh, it, yeah, it, was, it wasn't teetering <laughs> on the edge as it was, it was a breeze. <laughs> but in in the true spirit of fumble through, and because I do struggle to foreshadow things, which I should have done and would have done the first time you met them in the cave, had I known that you know that first time you saw the guards outside, I'm going to play the rules as we established last session and then we are going to play it properly maybe in the future when we encounter these types of creatures maybe this is a mutant little strain of rats but i feel uh, it I think would they're be wear remiss rats, w-e-a-r yeah. <laughs> they're wearing rats yeah. i feel it would be a little remiss of me if i just changed the rules mid-encounter you know we've established the rule set if the encounter continued we probably would have played it out that way anyway. So hang on, so we're, we're sticking with them being only resistant yeah. rather than yeah. immune. So yeah. they're okay. They're gluten yeah. intolerant. And, 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 and I mean, <laughs> can I say? Can I say? Don't let that bolster your ego. No, 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 I knew we're still in a big of a jam. I knew because that. not one of them has fallen down no. yet. So just be very, very mindful that I am not. I'm not saying you are now clear. To uh, go on a on a murder hobo rampage because that probably would not be good. But you know, I'm not going to play your dumbass characters. <laughs> I'm already in the middle of a murder hobo rampage. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. But as for the second apology, this one goes to Lindsay. Oh. What I did not hear last week was you cry for help and the underlying hurt feelings that you expressed to us and we jumped all <laughs> over the top of you. We did not make, want to make you feel unheard. And from this point, I'm going to actually make an effort to give you the space that you need to express yourself. So- uh, you know, don't believe him. Yeah, don't I'm waiting him. for. I'm waiting for the butt. <laughs> He's so, talking. Look, I'm going to blame it all on the Voodoo Ranger. <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> and, and the heat. There was a lot going on. And the heat. There was something in the air last week when when that happened. But I, I reflected on that. <laughs> I reflected on that, and I was like, no, that was very unfair. The week before, we had expressed that we weren't going to do that, and then literally one week later, we're like <laughs> over the top of you. So yes, that's not good. So. 
The rest of this intro is up to you, good sir. Plug those socials, crack that beer, and add any dicey question that you wish. See, the last floor week I was prepared for it, though, and yours. now you've kind of thrown me under the bus. <laughs> we <can> Always complain. <laughs> Always bloody complain. But yes, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, you guys may have also started to notice we're doing some occasional stuff on Twitch, which has been a bit of fun and a bit of experimental. So let us know what games you want us to see, etc., etc. You may enjoy Brett painting. I'm not sure Brett enjoys Brett painting, but Brett's painting. <laughs> <laughs> is it painting? Well, the paint is being used. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, like Blue Man Group. Yeah. yeah. There's, some would say painting a wall is also painting. Yeah, 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 yeah. As um, I actually get my kids every year on their birthday to paint. Do you just once a year you get them? Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you want, I can show you the Lorelai's first birthday, Are second you birthday, finger and painting? third birthday painting. No, she uses okay. a brush. Oh, dry brushing? Well, not yet. No. You even know what that means, Brad? It's when you're not crying. When <laughs> <laughs> you're not using a wet palette, right? <laughs> oh, is that when you are crying, your wet palette? But we could compare, you you, you know, your first mini Ooh. against Lorelai's first mini at the age of one. I think that's unfair. <laughs> Can I, I paint better genius. than a no-grader? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. All right, let's pile on painting and 5e. Let's go. <laughs> pile on painting and 5e. Uh, so, Biz. Okay. Yeah. Do you want, do you want me to give me a pitch? This week's the rogue, I believe. The rogue. The rogue. Oh, si- sitting in the fumble fridge. I'm scared keeping now. It cold. After last week, I'd like a really. It'll that- stab you in the back. This one. Last one just stabbed me in the face. <laughs> yeah. To be perfectly honest, <laughs> it was like a punch in the face for all of us. Thank you, Lucy. This is the scene now. Oh, Thank that's you. I'll pass that on to Brad. Nice. Thank you. Let's look at the can. So yeah. This is um, is knuckle duster. It's a knuckle duster cold IPA Indian Pale Ale. Yeah, uh, boy. By the Revival Brewing Company, dedicated to long nights and stripped bolts. Uh, if you look at, they've got this beautiful thing, like it's a star on the can that goes between tropical and malt and citrus and bitter and pine, and it's more into the kind oh, of yeah. tropical malt and bitter side of that star. But it's a cool little star. Um, Weak on the citrus. That's good. Like, Sometimes um, they can be too fruity, can't they? Uh, it's kind of like a a rogue. <laughs> so rogue's the brewing company, I think. Um, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Because at Rogue, we are always working on new ideas that break from the norm. This collaboration is no different. Our friends at Revival Cycles in Austin, Texas, also like to push the envelope with their hand-built motorcycles. So teaming up on their new style of IPA that uses a cold fermentation technique just made sense. Knuckle. Buster Cold IPA. So that's why it's stripped bolts, right? I've yet to see, Brett, you bring a can out for us to drink that is below 5.8%. (laughs) 6.1 on this one. Oh, yeah. Six. What? Look, this one. Wasn't last week four? No, last week's was like 6.8, wasn't it? To be fair. Lindsay, I'm sorry in advance (laughs) for what? Whatever's about to happen. To be fair, this comes from Texas, so it's fine for pregnant people to drink. There's no pregnancy warning on this one. And fine for those with no teeth. And it's only a five cent refund, not a 10 cent refund. Opening. 
Oh. Why is it only a five cent refund? Because like, that's Texas. I like that right. at the top of the can it says dedicated to long nights and stripped vaults. Well, because that's the motorcycle company, yeah, yeah. right? I like that. Handmade I you originally said stripped vaults, and I got really excited thinking it was like a dungeons. Oh. <laughs> you know, the rogue well, and the dungeon just need stripping to the- Lock that down on the, uh, on the merchandise. Well, it paused lovely. It, it did pour it beautifully. And well. it smells, it smells fantastic. fantastic. I'm scared to it's drink li- it. Well, well, there's nothing in the star that says citrus. I'm getting it on the nose. I thought that as soon as no, I cut the plate, actually. There's a very small thing. So this is kind of like in I'm games in, boys. where you see, like, stats and yeah. you can kind of, like- It's like on COD when you're tailoring yeah. your, your weapons. So if you see, there's a very little bit of citrus. Let's, um, cheers, fellas. That yeah, is cheers. a nice colour of that. Cheers. To TPKs. Oh, yeah. I can taste some oh, malt. Dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, that's too I mean, bad. It is good. It's very drinkable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> yeah. but, um, Do you know- it, give, give it I five seconds. Now. Yeah, worry now. Give it five seconds. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> yeah, there it's, it is. Oh, it's got a pineapple-y- Yeah, that yeah, citrus is- citrus. It's right. actually quite citrus. It's yeah. very citrus smelling as well. Yeah. I really like this. I do but too. this is going to ruin me. You say that, that's like your thing saying. So describe it. I've, I've had some people Hashtag that, that like say that we need to actually spend a bit more time describing because we often have the beers and then they go, oh, that's nice. And then we don't actually talk about but, the uh, right. in intellectual okay, so capacity. It's a full bodied foot. It's uh, an India Pale Ale, so it's quite clear, a little cloudy, but yeah. It's full body and it's it's not, it's very drinkable, as you say, but it's not light. It's quite heavy. I find it very bitter. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's very bitter. Dustin it's not- finds it bitter. It must be fucking bitter. <laughs> Tastes like home. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like my counselling sessions. <laughs> <laughs> well, full of blame and shame. And regret. <laughs> and regret. I See, say, yeah. I'm, isn't this interesting? I'm not really tasting the citrus. I'm Aren't tasting you? more the malt. Okay. I can taste the malt well, no. more in it than malt, well, malt which fair, is a higher thing in fair, the little stuff. It does. You have a younger palate, and I'm not being ageist here. It does make a difference, the age of the person's palate. That's why- um, You think the taste buds on the front of our tongues are fucked, but just the side ones are oh, there? I, my so tongue isn't working at all right now. Right. It's gone numb after the six minute horns. <laughs> can speak properly. So you're getting the, more, the malt. Mm. So as I drink it, I find it's bubbly. <laughs> That's good. Not yeah, like Justin. That's, that's good. I'm just gonna. I'm trying. I'm gonna try again. Um, I'm just gonna describe what I taste. Let's. You. You do it first, Luke. So take a sip. Shut your oh, eyes. So, shut your eyes. Give us a, a moment. Describe it. There's some ASMR I think it, there. I think it's, it's very asleep. zingy on the palate. Mm. There's a buzz, kind of like licking a nine volt battery. Oh, I, I, okay. Very briefly. Do you know that kind That's of little high tingle? Praise. Do you know what I mean? No, mm. it's not a bad thing. Mm. You know, you mm. livens you up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then it feels like it kicks about five seconds later. There's mm. this kind of afterflow that kind of just, you go, oh, that's the acid in the battery coming through. <laughs> a bit too hard. <laughs> what about Lindsay? Lindsay, you've got a young palate. What does your young palate taste? Okay, so I don't really have beer, beer much. <laughs> I like, but for do beer. you know what this actually kind of reminds me of? Like, this is kind of invokes a memory. You know, we were talking about that a while ago. Is it Cheers or Norm's Tavern? Uh, it reminds tavern? me of the very first time I've had a beer. Oh, when I was probably about sixteen, and I'm like helping Dad in the yard, and he's like, "You know what? Have a beer." 
<laughs> that's kind of what it reminds me and of. You didn't that's like really it. funny. It doesn't After a really hard yeah. day and that's like- No we, one liked their first beer. Yeah, well, but you'd still drink, you still drank it. But I have grown to like beer. But There's like, lemonade like, in there if you want to turn it into a shandy. No, I'm good. I'm just saying. <laughs> like a top. We got into, my, me and my dad actually got into a little bit of a disagreement the last time they visited about when I had my first beer because oh. they bought it for me. And then when I reminded them of this story and the age that I was- they were absolutely mortified and denied all knowledge that I oh. was the age that I said I was. Was it double digits at least? It was double digits, okay, yes, yes. What age was it? It was 13. Yeah, but you're English, so that's fine. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but still, they were like, what? No, you were older than that. You're definitely older than that. I was like, no, I, I remember I remember Holston Pills. My mother tells a story about me when I was three or four. And they would have these grand parties with 50, 60 people in the house. And I would always wake up with headaches the next day. And I would walk around the parties just drinking people's drinks. <laughs> just, you know, oh, it's on the table. I'll drink that one. Oh, I'll drink that one. I'll drink that one. And I was pissed really? at three or four. No long-term no long in no long injuries. <laughs> what is that? What's it? Infant alcohol syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> That's what I get. See, I, I don't. I mustn't have a very sensitive palate, like because I, you know, what that is. Really? It's, I, I, it's, why? it's bubbly and cold. But uh, what I do know is, I'm not really. I don't really. This is this is not in my I mean, wheelhouse. Like I'm a I'm a super crisp kind of guy. You okay. know, oh, I'm yeah. a very fresh kind of beer, not this heavy, hopsy, See, no, I don't mind. bittery yeah, but stuff. You can I don't have like days where you're happy to sit there and just mm. sip on a pint like that rather yeah. than smash four yeah. super crisps, as you say, that are light and just get them bang, get them bang. You and I drink for very different reasons. <laughs> we we there, know that. There we are know super- there's only one reason you drink. <laughs> <laughs> there, are, <laughs> there are super crisps in the fridge if you don't like the- Boutique beers that I provide every week, Justin. <laughs> I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I honestly think we need to go to somewhere that will can teach us what we're meant to be tasting because I can. Mm. I, I just don't drink enough beer to know what I'm meant to be tasting or how to dif- differentiate it. Like I'm You're pretty, fine with whiskey, there, right? Yes, <laughs> I'm really good at picking out what's in whiskey. Oh, right. Because I drink a lot more of that. But yeah, I drink a lot more of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I really struggled trying to differentiate the differences in beers. So maybe that's what we need to do. Maybe well, we need we, to get so a little go a little crash course somewhere. Is it is there a difference when you guys drink between how much you actually drink? Like, you know, if you if you drink between a, each other or no, no, like how much you actually take out of the cup at the time. If you take a small sip, I find it's a different experience than if you take a big gulp. Yes, and also with something like this, I wouldn't take a massive gulp. Oops, simply because it well not only is it high percentage but because it, it's a heavy flavor it's a heavy so like it's heavy you just need enough to coat all of your tongue at once so you can get all of your receptacles <laughs> I working have a very big tongue <laughs> i think the way i said that like you sarah <laughs> yeah wow way to brag no, about your prowess no, luke no, no, slytherin no. i believe <laughs> <laughs> parcel tongue <fair. laughs> hey, whoa. yeah I, I just find it too bitter to do that to take okay. small sips and we yeah. did talk really bitter to do yeah, I find it really bitter, really bitter. But it has got a high in bitter. Mm. It is bitter, yeah. We did talk a while back about moving into um, ciders through the summer. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, uh, recording but- and release schedules down the line. <laughs> so it's a hopsy beer as we could, head into winter. We could say it's a mulled cider. Okay. But it's not. 
Oh, I, must, I must say that in, in, in response to the uh, uh, comment about not liking, I think we we've only really had, in from my humble opinion, one that hasn't mm, gone down yeah. as mm. well as I would have liked. No, that didn't get down at all. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like my years okay. of training allowed me to drink it, which, yeah, and everyone that's else's. True. That's true. <laughs> you soldiered on, didn't you? You pushed through. Everyone else was absolutely nah. gasping. No. Nah. Yeah, that uh, there's a another version of that in the fridge. Is it really? I'm waiting for guests to come around. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go home. It's <laughs> a traveller. Have, have, a, you go. have yeah. a drink. But yeah, when I say I don't like beer, I, I do drink beer. And I, I find it enjoyable. I just it's not usually what I would order all the time. Like if I have the choice between, I can now call it ginger beer or mm-hmm. a cider. Mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. always go mm-hmm. that over mm-hmm. a beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the younger palate going for the sweeter flavour for sure. That's if- di- that's interesting because I have moved away from order. If I go to a pub and they have a cider on tap or a ginger beer, I will go the ginger beer over anything else. Oh, I love else. a good ginger beer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lime. I, again, yeah. I find that too sweet. There is one I had oh. recently, which we'll have to get some in, which has got, uh, is it Yuzu or Uzu? Uzo? Yuzu. No, no, not Uzo. That's that's <laughs> no. Yuzu, Yuzu. I think it is like the Japanese yeah. citrus fruits. It's yeah. a ginger beer with the Japanese citrus Ooh. fruit, and it, it is absolutely spectacular. That, okay, to me, ciders. A lot of ciders are too sweet yeah, as well. Yeah, so yeah. I really they like definitely are in this country. Yep. Well, that's where I got into cider was over in the UK. Mm. I yeah, really got into it when very I very dry ciders because Rachel the UK. lived in the UK for a year, went back and did a year in the UK, and I went over there for Christmas, and I really yeah. got into ciders over there. Shout so. out to Thatcher's. Love what, your work. What about a mulled wine? Have you guys ever oh, tried the mulled it. wine? Yeah, I've, I've made mulled wine. Too spicy. We're just warm alcoholic drinks with spices in it. Well, I don't, I don't mind the flavour. It's also not alcoholic. <laughs> So, isn't it? No, it's by wine. the time you finish, it's red it's, wine. Yeah, but by, well, by the time you yeah, finish, you've right. cooked it all up. But don't off. they put cardamom and, yeah. and cloves and shit in there? I think it's cinnamon. You know, it doesn't get cold enough here yeah. for that to work. It's at too hard. hard. Yeah. You need a proper frosty climate for that. I think the last time I drank that was at a very cold medieval fair. It yeah. was in the middle of winter. Mm. I drank oh, it with, it with Mikey. We shared one. It took us an hour to drink. Yeah. It. it sounds right. <laughs> yeah. It was, and then it's and a then a friend slog. of ours saw us from across the bar and brought three of them. <laughs> and we we're like, oh no, oh no, why, why? Look, if I was going to order from a bar right now, I'd be going a gin. Gin, oh, yeah. gin and soda oh, right now yeah, with some lime in it gin would be perfect. Like, again, again, tonic water, yuzu tonic in a gin. Uh-huh. Well, even just the India Pale Ale is like, it's a good tonic. Indian pale ale. Indian pale tonic a- water. <laughs> Indian pale ale. Indian pale ale. With a gin. I don't know. So when I was three. It's very drunk at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah. Um, no, not gin. Gin. Oh, oh, for the win. Every day. Any and every day. Really? Especially Shit. in this climate oh. here, hot weather, gin get, is the best. Get home no. on a Friday from work, a nice gin to start the night off. And yeah. Have you been to, we need to go to Covent Garden, I reckon. Yeah. Make You'd right. hate it. It's basically a gin bar. Ooh. Yeah. I'll be in. I've got four bottles of like gin as well. So yep. good. Yeah. Oh, and you have something for everyone that is wall to wall gin. Blackberry gin, is bitter gin at the moment. Yep. Really you do cocktails nice. as well, so you'll be fine. Yeah. I like vodka. Like gin cocktails, kind of thing. I do like vodka. Yep. I'm I love a good vodka. I don't mind the flavor of vodka, but it gives me a headache every time, no matter how much mm. or how little I drink. It will always give me a headache the next day. Guaranteed. Look, I found that if you just mix your drinks, yeah, true. And the headaches, like follow up with a kebab. It's about fifty years of experience. Yep. 
kebab, kebab meat and chips for the win. Yeah. What I've always wanted to do is drink like um, the beginning of, I think it is the Raiders of the Lost Ark. You know, when they first oh. go up to the top of the mountain, there's a big guy and they're having the drinking competition and the girl's there and like he's like, and they're all pissed. Shot and then shot. five minutes later, she's fine. Yeah. <laughs> she is fine. <laughs> That's an adrenaline drop, yeah. right? <laughs> if you were- uh- if you guys, when we post this on the Dicey Questions on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, if we get a thousand retweets, re-instas, we'll, we'll reenact that scene. <laughs> okay. Well, I'll be the fat guy. Hang on, I'm worried now. No, I'm thinking the James Bond with a scorpion. Don't worry, it's fine. <laughs> I'm taking the shots with a scorpion uh, on my hand. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not fine. No. It's not good. Someone will do that. <laughs> good. <laughs> and, and I look around and I go, I've got to be the fat guy. <laughs> What? No, it'll be whoever falls over. Oh, we've all four of us have to go shot yeah. for shot. Okay. Oof. Righto. <laughs> all right. Sounds like fun. I got to say, I reckon I'm in for a chance here. You reckon you're in for a chance? Yeah. What are we drinking there? Shots I off? Have a, I have a I genuine drink. We'll figure it out. I have a genuine drinking problem. <laughs> I don't care what we're drinking. I care where we're drinking. Yeah. Tequila- I haven't ever really engaged with tequila. Really? Oh. With salt, salt and lime. I've, I've engaged mate. somewhat with when I used to work in a cocktail bar with making cocktails and stuff, but I never used to drink back then. So Very underrated shot, that is. I was, or Sambuca is the other one I would love oh, to Sam, Oh, Flaming Sambuca. Black Sambuca. Oh. Yo. Yeah. Yeah, that stays with you, though, Sambuca. <laughs> absinthe. I've never, never done, done absinthe. Never done I love it. absinthe. Okay. I've never been able to do find a place that does the flaming shot, though. Shot. Yeah, where they pour it over the sugar cube yeah. and the light sugar yeah. cube. I used to I used to do that at my bar. I set, used to we used to set the bar on fire <laughs> regularly. What? We used to line up the things, put the sugar on the top Seriously? of them, and we used to pour it over the top and we used to light the like it was like a little bar trick that we used to do because oh. it was a cocktail bar. Yeah. And we used to light them on fire. My favorite, my favorite memory ever was a pissed lady who came to me. Because back in those days you could smoke at bars. She came and you'd always Good carry times. a lighter. And she was so drunk. I went to light a cigarette and she moved over and her entire fringe <laughs> up to the top. Just like, it just went. And I was like, oh, oh. And she was so drunk she didn't notice, but she would have had a bald spot. <laughs> and I was just like, oh. It's probably hairspray and everything on oh, there. Yeah. It, was like, it was like curly, you know, like oh, really curly nest type hair too. Oh. Like she had a big mop of hair and oh. a lot of it went. That is, that's gold. When you were at that bar, you introduced me to a drink that probably is the worst tasting drink that I've ever had. It wasn't chartreuse. It was bouton, I think. Bouton was, was what we had at home. Was it at home? Yes. Yeah, like chartreuse you introduced me to. Is, that was a hard drink. Us. That was a- what's, what's bouton? Bouton is like, bouton is like- Fifty-four percent alcohol. It is like a, a monks make this, like chartreuse almost. But I think bouton is an Asian version of yeah, monk. They drinks. don't care about any flavor. Yeah. Oh, so it's just yeah. moonshine. It's oh, just it's, get, it's, yeah. it's, it gets. Have you ever had chartreuse though? <laughs> no. Oh, oh man, chartreuse. Chartreuse is made by monks in France. This place called chartreuse, and it's kind of it's got a mouthwash esque kind of flavor <laughs> to really it. Really selling it, and then right. you. Bring 
breathe in. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> and and you have an out-of-body experience. Well, yeah, you do. It's Spiritual like, moments. Yeah. Three chartreuses and you are fucked forever. <laughs> I've never done- This man and I, oh, every fuck. time we had chartreuse together, ended very badly. <laughs> yeah, very so, badly. Here we go. Here we go. Yep. Here we go. Yeah, one night, guaranteed. Just, no more than three. Just you was are dead. at his pub and he called me to pick him up because he was doing a drinking like, We were doing a wine session. tasting. We were learning about our product. And I t- turned up to pick- Pick him up. Five hours later, we both caught a cab home. No, after. no. We called your wife. Oh, that's right. My we good called wife. your wife because your car was there. My car that's was there. Right. We're like, how are we going to get home? I know. We'll get we'll get someone of our wives to pick us up. Well, they weren't our wives at that point no. in time, and no. mine didn't drive back then. Well, oh, that's gold. Yeah, yeah. We, that was a big night. That was a big and like I caught up pretty quickly on a chartreuse that night. I oh, believe. Yeah, there was- and it was. It was quite the experience. I feel we need a night on the tiles, gentlemen. <laughs> we just need a bottle of chartreuse. <laughs> that's, that's Rogue it. brewing. Well, who knows? Soon we might be having that. Pour one out for our homies. We don't get through this session tonight. Oh, that's oh, right. true. So it's like, what? That's what? Just like, have you had a doctor's appointment? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. We've got three characters that may be done. That may be done. That's do you, true. That's do, true. Have you thought of a dicey question for us at all? I have recently been reading Watership Down. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> Bellamy. Oh, no. That I've is seen such the a cartoon yeah. adaptation of That's that. All that was I've depressing seen. enough. Yeah. Just well, ca- rabbits with mixomatosis, right? Well, That's what not it's where about. I'm up to. But- oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> mixomatosis. They just think they get the red eyes. Oh, maybe. All right. Mm. And they die? Anyway. None of them are dead yet. They're running away from sun. But the it's disease. a very well, like, <laughs> it's a very well written book. Mm. Yeah. About something that is totally obscure, but yep. kind of almost turns it, even though it's full, you know, every, like, kind of almost turns it into like a fantasy saga, mm-hmm. even though it's just about rabbits. So, isn't it, is it like 28 Days Later, but with rabbits for the myxomatosis? As far as I'm aware so far, they've, um, one of them kind of had like this bad feeling because there's like, there's, from there's what, a building, there's something being built. Yeah, they're, on build, the site they're building is in, isn't something it, yeah. on the Warren site. Yeah. And, some of them are trying to leave and they kind of like cross the land, try and find a new place. And um, I'm only very new, like chapter five or something. So they've only just found this other place and there's something weird going on there. But like just the fact of the way they talk about it and the combat between other animals and stuff and the fact that he's written his own rabbit language really kind of almost sets it in a fantasy setting, even though it's literally just rabbits and things he's watched rabbits do, mm. you know? And I'm just like, what's a book that, even though it's not fantasy, really, in, or it doesn't need to be a book, anything that's not fantasy but really invokes that fantasy setting, even though it's totally legit? Hmm. I don't really- Hmm. This is what happens when you put me on the spot. By fantasy, the do you mean like what evokes the the feelings and the nostalgia or the 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 vibe? The yeah, like it's that quest. It's got the essence. Well, how of about it. like a like a journey of a character? Yeah, like this one is that it's that quest for something and the battle of mm. you know it just kind of and it still invokes that story of like yep. Lord of the Rings almost like these. I got one. Five it's rabbits. An epic just, journey, right? Yeah, yeah. You know? I got one. I think mine's a bit naff, but. It's what first came to mind, so I'm just going to say it. Go for it. The Da Vinci Code. When oh, yeah. I read to the, read that, like, you know, there's all that kind of mythology in the background. Like, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of lore 
to that book. And there was, you know, there's a guy who whips himself who's a, an mm. albino. Mm. And, you know, you could, I could see that being transferred into a world that, that might not be our own. So that, that very much, you know, makes me think of that. I think that's, that's. Well, well, I did the same. When I read that book, I ended up researching a lot mm. because I'm like, how much of this is made up? Mm. Because there was so much there. And actually, I read a book afterwards called The Jesus Papers, mm -hmm. which is a book that he read that he both based that story off. Okay. And it is fascinating, like, some of the stuff that- And, and yes, there is- Is it like a, a fiction or a non-fiction book, The Jesus Papers? I mean, <laughs> that's a really hard question. <laughs> no, but, like, it's not a story. Like, is no, it, it like it, The Da Vinci Code and a story, or is it like a researchy kind of- It's a researchy book. So, it's a non-fiction Yeah, yeah it's based book. off yeah. things that he's put together from reading things and- put together from different okay sources writings and histories and, like, yeah. and stuff okay people yeah, that maybe. seem to be apostles but aren't apostles and all that kind of stuff mm, 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 mm. but yeah i've got a list going oh, yeah I, <laughs> I do okay can i jump well, in if you've yeah, got a list because i always think it's safe if i go because if you're on your list my book yeah, is out yeah. i'm stuffed right it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true because i got nothing else uh mine's probably um born to born to run uh about uh the uh bruce springsteen barefoot running so you know the whole concept about ultramarathon yeah, runners yeah. and this 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 uh, idea of like it's actually more healthy or for a while a little while back it was this uh, purported to be more healthy for your body to run barefoot yeah. rather than with trainers because and you can get barefoot the, sneakers can't you yeah, yeah yeah so the whole it, it birthed a whole range of uh, products and stuff like that so um, but this this book's about the story of this guy that basically discovers this from these um, tribes out in I think it's Mexico or somewhere like that I can't exactly remember where it is, where basically the culture is that they're moving from township to township and they're actually running lots of marathons anyway. Um, so it goes on about like how the, the technique with their running and the food that they're eating. It's all this like building up this momentum of them then basically competing in this ultra marathon kind of thing and the development of this technique kind of with the, with no shoes. It's really fa it's just a fascinating book about, <clears throat> yeah. How does that invoke? Well, it's the journey of them discovering this, like, almost not like secret weapon, but, you know, like, kind of like this this method, this old method that everyone's forgotten and everyone's pouring all this money into well, research. You start with Luke as a monk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah secret martial arts. <laughs> secret. It's, yeah, the, it's, the exhaust, it's the exhaust port just below the main port. <laughs> yeah. What is it? Diamond Hard Body or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, no, it's just like this, 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 this journey of these guys just basically running these marathons and then just rediscovering this old way of doing things. It's kind of supersedes anything that we've tried to create. Yeah, okay. In modern times, kind of like you know the old ways. Yeah, I did think of another one, and I know this isn't going to be on your, but when I read factional, factional, when I read <laughs> factual takes of like war. Sometimes, like you know, there's a there's a book that was made into a TV show that I love called Band of Brothers. Yep, yep. Um, about the 101st Airborne that went in. You know, it's very American, and I know that the English were in the war first, and the Americans trooped in. But just the idea that these dudes were at the front end that that invokes the Star Wars, mm, the mm. you know, the the those, especially when we got the Clone Wars cartoon. I often thought back to Sergeant Winters and yep. you know the the guys in there, and there's 
there's there's one episode of the show in particular because I watched the show before I read the book where they're in a forest and there are just trees being evaporated around yeah. them and they're in foxholes and there's one guy played by Donnie Wahlberg from New Kids on the Block who runs from one foxhole to the other just to check if everyone's okay and through this splinter thing. And then they come back to like the town and the town gets overrun and there's like bombshells and gunfire coming in and all these new recruits hit the deck and all these guys who have been through this are just standing there having a chat, looking at them like, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) Because they're so used to being under gunfire and stuff that they just, it just doesn't register to them. Like that's something that that often, that puts me in that moment of, how do human beings do something so amazing? What would what would we do in that situation when it's life or death? You know that. How do you even imagine? And I guess that's what captivates people about war stories as well. How do you mm. how do you actually capture Just what to, we would do? To sidestep into that, um, I love that series as well because I my great uncle actually knew those guys. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, cool. he was um, knighted in the Dutch by the Dutch Queen for being he used to after the war. He used to fly around um, and find crashed plane sites mm-hmm. and then catalog them and like pick up dog tags if it was a place that he could land. Yeah. So he he created this whole system of finding crash planes and stuff to wow. catalog them, and he got knighted That's for amazing. that. Yeah, wow. So he used to yeah he knew all those guys and used to chat to them and stuff and has correspondence with them. So. That's really cool. Yeah, cool. he was a really They're cool like guy. Actual heroes. Yeah. All right, listers. Um. Look, some are going to be controversial. <laughs> Fifty Shades really? of Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> yeah. I've written some annual reports that should have been in the fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> My CV. <laughs> yeah, Look, CVs. And, and I was, like, I'm sitting here going, I don't know how many non-fantasy books I've read. I actually yeah. haven't got like. So I, was looking around, I was looking around, going, "Oh, Dear Fatty" by um, <laughs> no. Uh, um, I'm going to say it, and then I'll move on really quickly, the Bible. And then um, oh, my wedding vows were right there in the fantasy genre that shouldn't have been there. Um, all right, to be, to be uh, Ned Kelly, I think the Ned Kelly story, the kind of yeah. the Bush Ranger story is going out in the bush and, you know, wearing this armour and mm-hmm. being that kind of rogue that needs to take over and, you know, I'm going to assault that uh, bank, but find the treasure within yep. and mm. take it away. I think there's a kind of this is fantasy. I've always thought about that as a fantasy kind of genre and wondered what that what might be like. Interesting when you were talking, Jesse, about you know these guys being blasé about bombs and stuff going around. I wonder what that would be like in a magical world with people doing magic and yeah. being blasé about that. But it's yeah. re- you know. It's, it's just magical, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Um, oh, I'll just heal you up. Like it's fine. planes flying over us. You think yeah. in a different time, someone would look up and go, "What is that demon?" Yeah, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, have you, Ned Kelly? Go back there the, yeah. for a second. Has anyone ever thought this weird aside? Does anyone ever look at Ned Kelly's armor and think about the knights that go knee? Because <laughs> I do all the time. <laughs> or the black knight. The black knight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just a flesh wound. Yeah, well, it's like, the black knight. Yeah, Sorry, the black yeah. knight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just well, a there, weird image in my head. There goes that bit of Australian folklore for me. Thanks, Justin. <laughs> um, and then my last one was, I wonder what the Steve Irwin story might be like if you thought of him like oh, a yeah. druid Ooh. or a ranger yeah. and, and you know, his ability, you know. I just went, oh, there's something in that that you go, this guy set up a, a whole reserve like Mon- uh, de Montolio's uh, grove in the Dritz books yeah, where these yeah. animals are free and he 
pretty much talks to the animals and knows them inside out and they bite him and he doesn't care and he's got this kind of affinity. I thought there was this kind of fantasy-esque kind of feel about his life story as well. That's a good dicey question. Thanks, I feel Lex. like I'm always the one that finishes first the beer. Yeah, yeah you don't want to drink it too fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you've got a big tongue. Wow. <laughs> I got that time. Lap it up. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even see you lift your glass. You just put your head over the top of it like a cat. <laughs> now, if I recall where somewhere that uh, has been dubbed the Mountain Camel Toe Mine, Gold Mine, and you guys are deep within. It's about to be renamed the Stonebird Rest, I think. Ooh, that's a good name. Ooh, that is a good that's name. a really good name. <laughs> Well, now I've got to have. No, okay, now it's going to happen. All right, then. That's it. <laughs> we see a halfling, little baby halfling, oh. reaching out to his mother, father giving him a pat on the head as he heads off to work. We zoom in through the years, and he's playing this little string instrument. It's made out of like a bit of a, a wooden box, and it's just got a stick in it and a, and a bit of twine from the fence. And then he's heading off to school. He's got his school bags on. He's got his books in his bag. And he's learning to write his letters. And then, you know, jumps forward a lot further in the thing. And he's, he's in a room with a lady, fades to black. And then he goes to university. And he's in this magical place where apparently if you can write well and you can sing well, the words become magic and you can cast spells and do all this wonderful stuff. Again. He finds himself in a room with another lady and another lady and then a man and then something that looks like a bit of like a goblin, but you're not quite sure because it's dark and he's had a few many drinks. <laughs> and then- That's that chartreuse, mate. <laughs> yeah. what, what race was Yoda? <laughs> if you'd have said mind flare, that'd have been great. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly he's graduating and he's on book tours and then he's in this little town- Meeting a rock man mm. and a bird person <laughs> thing, and he's setting out on a great new adventure. So to clarify, there were no bedroom activities with the bird man. Fade to black. <laughs> Yet. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> ah, there's foreshadowing, Justin. Oh, get away from my quacker. Cloaca. Oh, fucking whatever it's called. <laughs> and then I think it's an apt version to fade in. Well, fade out, as you will, from darkness to the cheek of J.R. Lockwood, panning out to his eye, which is shut, his body twitching a little bit as rats are grabbing for him, just out of reach, trying to drag him back so they can eat his corpse, maybe add to their number. Mm -hmm. Above him, we have the blue-feathered fiend that we know as Nacrin. Getting ready to flame burn, it up. Baby burn. <laughs> yeah, flame it up. And down the corridor, swinging a great axe with two hands and an immense might, we've got Miradius blocking a corridor, trying to open a retreat. And I believe we're in round number seven. Seven. Lucky seven. Lucky seven. Let's go. And we are going to begin with Miradius.
So, sorry, can I, before we go to it, can you just tell me the disposition the, yeah, of the, the individuals? Of oh, you can't remember? No. Okay, so to, to give you oh, an idea. Not o- for me, for the viewing or the listening audience. <laughs> yeah, to give you an idea, you guys are at the uh, the opening of the tunnel. So if we go from the opening of the, uh, what do we call it? The 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 JR and the Stonebirds Rest? The, the Stonebirds Stone Rest. AKA so, the Zone of Death. AKA the Camel Toe Mountain. Um, so it's a fiery camel toe at this point. As you go into the tunnel of the camel toe, <laughs> about twenty foot in, you find Maradius there. You would, if you were flying like a, a, a drone, flying in as you will, coming zooming straight into the opening of the cave. You go through, and you can see the the wooden shore up of the gold mine cave. You can go past, uh, you know, some of the crossbows and the bolts that are there for the guards. A little bit of a pot of food that's been knocked over. Meradius is about 20 foot in, facing off against two rat creatures that were the guards who are, have short swords in their hands while Meradius has his large great axe swinging with great abandon. The, uh, the were-rat to his right is looking very worse for wear, blood pouring out of him. I think Meradius himself would have a few chinks and uh, chips in his stone. A significant amount, I think. Does Meridius de- bleed? Demeanor. Uh, no, he just he weeps. <laughs> he weeps, apparently. <laughs> no, what does he do? He I'm- just gets cracks, crumbles, cracked through, crumbles. and you know, fissures kind of open up in his in his body. Yeah. It's kind of the the in, his integrity, the structural integrity, kind of falls apart. Oh, good immune to bleed damage. Good, good to know. <laughs> <laughs> What's the height of the corridor? Uh, about eight feet. Eight. Yeah, it's not high at all. Moving further down the tunnel and around a slight bend just out of reach, but the light still emanating through here, uh, roughly about 20 feet uh, on in that 20-foot square, you have the two figures of Nikron and J.R. Lockwood. J.R. Lockwood on the floor at this point, unconscious, yep. with r- directly behind them the glowing red eyes of a multitude of rats, but only the two right at the beginning or at the front being able to be seen with their short swords. You can see hands grabbing through their legs, trying to pull Lockwood back into their folds, and you can hear a lot of... Cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Cheese, grommet. We have been on the road a long time. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, gross. Yeah. Okay, Meradius, what are you going to do? So as Meradius sees um, JR fall... Which happened last round, is that right? Yep. He, like, his desire to kill these creatures and, and his fear of these creatures are equal, but his overwhelming um, task, which was to protect Chayar, kind of kicks in, mm-hmm. and he disengages from these two to go and stand over the top of the body of Jr. He can't get there because the two rats are between him and Jr. And it's around the corner, I think, as well, isn't it? So, you yeah. it. so he, he wouldn't have seen Jr. fall? Yeah, you could probably have seen the shadows through the lights of maybe right, a figure. Right. I'll give you that much. But, okay. but you could you can't get there because these two are blocking that corridor. So it's you, the two rats, then Jr. and Nikron. Right. So, so then you he- you got to either chop these guys down to go through it, or you got to get out of there. Yep. He's going to use his first attack to chop the guy that's really really injured, and yep. again trying to aim for that dagger of Don John Raskin sitting mm-hmm. in, in his chest. <sighs> Here we go. He's got. So fucked. Um, I think tonight I'd really like to put 
a real emphasis on the description, being that it's our last game (laughs) with these characters. I'd really like you to spend some time describing them and their feelings and their, you know, let's let's just get to know them one last time. So he looks at the uh, rat that's almost dead, dead in the eye, and he just this grimace comes across his face as he pulls his axe over his shoulder like chopping wood and just comes straight down on the top of this guy's head with his uh, double axe, great axe, for a 20 to hit. Oh, that is definitely going to hit this where at. Come on, Brad. Come on. Chop away. And he does... And you add your... And you, 12 points of damage to this were-rat as his axe cleaves straight into its forehead. You feel... Not all of that went through. That not all of that damage strikes him true. But what you also feel is the crunching of bones and the rending of flesh as a dagger flies out of this creature that is now ripped in two, falling to the floor in a heap, and the dagger bounces. Ching, 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 ching. Oh, I've come mag- right down to the daggers. The magical dagger <laughs> yep. that obviously dispatched this. Don John from the background. That's mine! One! <laughs> and then in his frenzied state where he yep. gets another attack, he will reach out and grapple the other where Just grab him. Grab him. Okay. Looking up the grapple rules, when you want to grab a creature or wrestle with it, you can use the attack action to make a special melee attack Mm -hmm. to grapple. Um, Not one size larger than me. Uh, A strength athletics check contested by the target's strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check. Okay. Oh, very fun. An opposed check. You know what I forgot? I forgot the dice tower this week. I did put it together and it was so, excellent. As the attacker, I'll give you the score to beat, Justin. It is a 18 to beat. Oh, 18. And now I can use my dex to beat that? You Dexterity acrobatics is okay. what you've got. All right. So I'm going to say the thing about where rats, Brett, is that as rat-like creatures, they mm. have a lot of dexterity. Their dexterity mm. is actually quite big. Very mm. small hands. Very small, very small hands. Lots of big noses. The thing about a GM like me is I roll shit. So you oh. beat it by 12. <laughs> <laughs> so he just picks it up by the throat and starts to like- Yeah. Just, yeah, just grabs it. And yeah. now I'll look up grappling while you guys do what you need yeah. to do. You can you can kind of see a, a bit of a light in this creature's eyes as it looks at you and you lift it from the, uh, from the ground. And while there's a panic there- you know, just lifting it, just that act alone is not going to put its life in peril. Yeah, sure, it's going to grapple it. It's going mm. to stop it from doing. And you see a realisation in, in its eyes almost, you know, you can read this almost as if saying, this creature would make a great addition to our nest. And you can see oh. it start to try and get manoeuvre its mouth around to try and get to your wrist at right. this point in time. Lucky I grabbed it by the neck. Yeah. It's, it can't get there. But, yeah. you know, it's, you can see that it's starting to gnash at you as the short sword drops from its hands during yeah. this time. And they're the same size as us, right? They're still they, medium they're creatures, medium right? creatures. Yeah. They'd be shorter because they're just yeah, smaller but- in stature, really, yeah. but especially from you. That brings us to our next character or our next, uh, our next turn, and that is actually the rats. Here we go. This is going to be fun. The running that you have in hand, Meradius, 
is going to attempt to bite you. Again, the GM's rolls play in your favor as it gnashes in the air, just and you 26. Can, you can even see, like, it, while it hits you a little bit with one of its teeth, yep. it cracks a little bit, chips off on the oh, stone hardness yep. of your uh, of your raging form. Yep. Behind you, the two in the tunnel. Behind me? Yes. Two attacks oh, my upon Nacron. Would you believe that I rolled exactly the same thing twice? I can't, yes. Would you believe that twenties? N- neither of them got above 10? <laughs> I believe I am having a night that was two sixes. Here we go. I reckon I we should fight now. So we should fight. That's it. Okay. Peek behind the curtain. See these yellow dice? Yeah. I like these dice. I have not used these dice because they were in, I've been using the digital version of the uh, essentials kit. <laughs> the essential kit. <laughs> You guys suck. Um, And I had put these in there and I'd been forgetting to bring them. So this is the first time in a while that I have actually pulled these puppies out. And now you're remembering why? I'm not using this dice anymore. (laughs) They look a lot like the beer we're drinking tonight, Justin. Oh, they do. They're nice and sparkly yellow. Put it in there and Mm, see if it disappears. mm, mm. (laughs) They look very zesty. Do you reckon putting a dice in beer would make it? I'm going to try. All right. Reset dice beer o'clock. Where have those dice been? Oh, did you see? Did you? <laughs> yes. The dice what is gone, Justin. It's dissolved. Roll? Just okay. floating red numbers. It's like, like an Alka-Seltzer. It rolled an 11 <laughs> in it's there. It's better than a six. It's better than a six. I'm really worried about how to get You really can't see those. No, it, it's it, almost completely gone. Oh, look, I'm, I'm going to take a picture of this just so our uh, lovely people at home can uh, experience the joy of this. If you turn into a were-rat as a rock person- Rock rat. Yeah, did you just be like, that'd be really good for like hiding because you could be like a stone rat. I'd really love to join the conversation, but I'm reading grappled condition rules. So he will take all of my concentration. <laughs> they were very simple. Yeah, they've, they're a lot more simple than the Paizo versions of that. All right, what's that noise? Why is it taking so long for me to read them if it's they're your so dice simple? in the glass, isn't it? It no. is your dice in the glass. Oh, it is too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't joke. Six. Cool. I like that. I'm loving this beer even more now. <laughs> that did nothing it's, to help. It's the percentage of the beer. Yeah, and, I, and I had to neck the rest of the beer to get the dice nice. out. Nice. No, the wheels really are going to fall <laughs> oh, off. Yeah, now. that's bad. All right. That brings us to uh, the one character in the hallway who's up above his dear companion, J.R. Lockwood. Nakra and you two have become fast friends over the last really? few days, weeks. <laughs> Your traveling companions, acquaintances. I wonder what, I wish we should, we should have looked back what was the last thing I said to you. <laughs> so here's a question. We had a healing potion, didn't we, from the woman from the windmill? Mm. Yes, yes, we, we did. did. Who has that? Adabra. You did, you because did. it was yours. Yeah, yeah. She gave, yeah, it, she to gave you. it to you gave for to being you. a good potion maker. Got it written remember? on my sheet right oh, here. Sweet. Yeah. To my knowledge, I have not used that. No, to my knowledge, you have not used that. It's either. still on the sheet, and I've been tracking it as I edit. How far are the rats away from me? Are they in base to base? They are. Shit. Unfortunately, they are right in your So grill, I'm going to take an attack, in your beak. an opportunity attack, no matter what I do, whether I drink a potion, whether I draw a weapon, whether I cast a spell, whether I you fart. You could cast a spell that doesn't require an attack roll on you or your behalf. So if it was like a spell save, then you wouldn't get provoke an attack. 
And I will say, actually, just casting a spell does not provoke an opportunity attack. It is casting a spell that actually fires into combat, I believe, that does that. Right. As far as I know, casting a spell does not provoke an an opportunity attack. I'm not even sure what a potion does at this point. I'm not sure what north is because I just necked half a beer. (laughs) (laughs) But I rolled a six. So what are you going to do? I'm Just, thinking, hang on, hang on. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. formulating a strategy. Be good. No pressure. No, that's fine. Dum, 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 dum. Is it real tension? That's so um, drinking a potion doesn't provoke, but administering a potion does. Okay. All right. Yeah, because you obviously got to turn oh. your back or be a little helpless while you minister to somebody else. That makes a bit of sense. And I don't think we've been playing that that casting a spell provokes an attack of all. Yep. It, it has to be an attack, attack. spell. Yeah. So it has, has to be, be a, like has something to be that goes to someone else. an attack dice. Yeah, which none of your spells do, really, do they? Mine oh, don't. I don't know about his. Yeah. And I think yours is the only time it's come up because yeah. Nikron's already always, like, fly, flown away. Sorry, it's only ranged spell attacks. Mm-hmm. So not touched spell attacks. Grabbing a... A companion yes. is an action in itself, right? To fly off with them as a move. You want to pick him up and fly So out. picking him up to fly off, is that one move action? I would let you withdraw at half your speed if you pick him up and fly As, and as fly my away. move action. As your move action. So I still have my actual action action. No, no, that would be your entire... You, you would use your so in order to uh, withdraw. What's it called? Uh, with not withdraw in this game. It's called yeah. No, um, I think it's withdraw, isn't it? No, disengage. It's, um, disengage. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Withdraw is how I got my first child. Um, but in order to disengage, you have to use your entire your entire action. So I would probably look. I think it's probably fair to say you could sw- scoop him up. Enough to grab him, and because of the weight of him, you could withdraw half of your uh, half of your speed. All right, let's do that then. Which yep. would get you to Maradius. Maradius. Yeah, let's do that. Let's do yeah. that. Yeah. So you fly. So I, I grab him up, and, and in a flurry of blue feathers, yeah, a dazzling display. Okay. Um, and yet I take flight down the corridor like a torpedo. Okay, you come across the uh, the rippled muscle of Meridius, rock hard with his hand just around a rat man's throat, and the rat man's tongue is is licking sensuously on his forearm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, can you not do that with your giant tongue? <laughs> <laughs> that was just the tip. <laughs> Call back. There we go. To our very first episode. <laughs> All right. Um, that will bring us to the top. That will bring us to me. Oh, it will bring us to you. Can you- d- Oh, yeah, you've got to make a save or death something, save, right? Death save. Death save. So, as, as he's jostled about yeah. being carried by Nikron, a little bit more blood than there was flowing out of him just seeps out a little bit more into the blue feathers, making him a tinge of purple. I failed. Oh, you told no. me to be descriptive. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. <sighs> Meradius. How far is the wall from me right now? It's a 10-foot corridor, and this guy was right- Like, you are slamming. You are right there. It's only 10-foot wide, and there were two of them next to each other. So, you know, you could, you could pivot and slam. I don't know what the rules are for that. Yeah. I don't know how to play that. Yep. Um, 
I know I can shove this guy and put him on the ground. Yep. I can continue the grapple, but I see these guys walking past me and I will yell, get out of here, run. Yep. Okay. And I will use the shove action to push this guy to the ground can prone I, while still I, grappling him. And I know that I, but just because I've got this image in my yeah. mind now and I want to see it to fruition. Last week when we spoke, you asked me about wooden braces uh-huh. and a tunnel. Uh-huh. You want to shove him through one of those? I really do, but I don't want to do it when my guys are having They're right there, yet. right next to you. Right. So he will. He can move half his speed. So Because they can move right up, well, and it was only 15 foot that they had to move to get to you to be right next to Hang on. So you them. said I was half my speed? Yeah. So it's 25 feet 20, Boom. They've gone. They've got enough to go past you. All right. Well, Meredius can move half his speed, and we'll look for the nearest beam, and we'll try and shove this rat it's right, through the beam. Yep, it's right there. Okay, I don't let's know what do to it. Do here. Okay, this is a moment where you know what, Brett? Damn rules, you rules. say you don't know the rules. I don't know the rules. Fumbling through, I want to see a strength check. I want you to smash this fucker. Like I'm going to give him strength. I am going to give him uh, an acrobatics check or a dex check yeah. to go through. And I think, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong here, yeah. but I think we if will. you can beat him by about ten, okay, then you get to uh, smash him through. This wall now. Got- I know something about grapple. Yeah, being the grappler, don't you get advantage? No, that's a different game. Damn it! <laughs> uh, what want- he can't do want- though is he can't move. His speed is effectively zero, so he can do okay. nothing movement wise. Right. So he can't oppose it. When I rolled a twelve on my dice, oh, with a plus six, given a frenzy, that takes me to eighteen. And it's yours, Dex. Uh-huh. Oh. I also rolled a 12 on my dice. Oh. With a plus two. Okay. Oh. So you don't oh, beat three. him by 10, but you definitely smack him Sm- straight slam him into, it. Into, uh, into that. And, I, you know, that, that's enough to cause some damage. Is the, it, the is- thing, Justin, is- I'm in the middle of a frenzy and get a second attack. Okay. <laughs> so well, he's going to go into that beam one more time. Hoisted on my own petard. <laughs> <laughs> so let's do that one more time and I'll try right. and break the beam now, with- I soaked you in beer. Be good. Oh, fuck you. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What did you roll? I rolled a bit better than last time. I rolled much worse. Oh, did you? Yeah. I rolled a 14 for a 20 all up. Okay. Well, Brett, I rolled a five, <laughs> which gets me to a seven. So you hear a splintering as one of the uh, wooden pillars disengages from the roof. Now, the other pillar falls down. Just roll a- Lindsay, you haven't done too much today. Give me a percentile check. There is a 5% chance. I'm going to roll a percentile, actually. And if you can get within five of my percentile on either side, so that's probably a 10% chance, I'm going to give it to you. What did you get? Chance of what? Of it breaking. 41. 34. Oh, that was so close. So close. Like two away. That would have done it, too. The beam- 
strikes that like falls down and you see the roof actually like crumble a little bit and you can see some rocks start to fall down as well the beam falls to a way that it does cause a bit of a blockage it's not it's you can walk around it so mm. it's not like you can run through it though it's enough that somebody would have to either go under or above because it's diagonally a across the terrain kind of thing across the the way so no one can can run through it but you also hear a bit of a as the mountain itself the belly of the camel toe starts to rumble you know you've probably hit some kind of spot that you've never seen before the camel toes gotten a bit tighter (laughs) (laughs) oh that's what a prolapse tunnel looks like that's the dream isn't it (laughs) someone's been doing their kegel exercises So Meredith slams this guy straight into the beam and the tunnel starts to collapse. And uh, no pressure. It, it, he looks around for JR because that's where the witty one-liners normally come from and nothing comes in. He tries to make one up. Uh, 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 joisted on your own petard? No. Uh, bo- and then he looks at the rest of the rats waiting, holding, right. still holding this guy by the throat. Right. I, hang on, Luke, there's no, no way to get the rats any more rats through as the tunnels collapse. No, right? they can still get through, but they're they're a little blocked off. You're Moradius right now. What's your witty line? I'm Moradius right now. Yep. Get, get, what's your witty line? Lindsay, I'm coming to you next. You Good. got some time to think about it. I already I knew it straight away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> I quite actually let Lindsay put it many ways. Okay, okay. Let's go. I just rocked your world. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. you did well. Yeah, yeah. You did well. What about you? I don't have anything. I'm sorry. I've got the, as soon as Brett said, he he turns and looks at JR. This is the first time that you've ever been limp inside a tunnel before. <laughs> yep. Anyway. So we're all not good at this, except for Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is hard. <laughs> Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> oh. That moves us down to the rats. There is one rat that is lying on the floor. Yes, you did damage this rat, mm. and I did. Uh, I did roll some oh, damage, did you? but it is not. Uh, it's it's not by no means. It's, it's out not on of, the floor. I'm still grappling it. Out of, oh. Okay. I didn't let it go. So you I just, just slammed, slammed and slammed it, it again. Okay. So you Still slammed and slammed it again. Oh, there's another the joist on one. the other side of the tunnel that it's going to get slammed into okay. next round. You can see other rats moving up the yep. tunnel. They they this one tries to disengage. So let's do that first. Okay. Okay. This is far out. Okay. Mm. Di- dousing this dice in beer. No good. Try whiskey. No good. Don't have any on hand. So by the rules of the game, if you fail that, I get to shove you into another pillar. Seriously? No, no I'm okay. making it up. But he didn't know the rules. There's <laughs> so like, many triggers what? there. Yeah. What? Fifth edition's amazing. <laughs> okay. No, he doesn't escape. Two other rats move up the tunnels. You can see red eyes moving yeah. through as they scurry. Some on all fours now. Some yeah. a little more uh, rat-like than before. Yes, we must. We've got so many ears. That kind of yep. uh, stuff that goes on. They get to the the beam that is diagonally across, and that beam is really a barrier between you and them, mm. and they can't really move through it because it is right there in their way. So they have to like they have to attack you beyond the beam, and it's impeding. A them. bit of cover. Okay, I just changed my dice. I'm more than happy for that. Uh, that is a seventeen to hit you. I'm actually not giving them any. Who's of- getting hit? Their bonus, I'm just giving them a, uh, oh, oh, wait. You know what? I forgot. This game has a rule set for this. 
they're going to get disadvantage. Yeah, that's more like it. <laughs> Fuck me. Dang it. Yeah, ding. 16, that was. Look, I'm just reading my character sheet for what seems like the first time. <laughs> and I'm reading that a barbarian has an unarmored defense equal to its armor class plus its dexterity modifier plus its con modifier. Oh, for goodness. You haven't been using haven't that been at hit. all. You so, haven't been here at all. That so while D&D Beyond says my armor class is 14, yeah. it's actually- Are you, wearing, <laughs> are you wearing armor? Uh, no, I just checked that. I just- And I think- Because that's where- Yeah, I don't think he had- I think he made a very big point very at the beginning Very clear about to. not having armor because I do remember reading that. Yeah. Um, See, they're so, pointing me the rules. That's why I don't bother. So I'm at 16 too, Justin, but you made it beat it, right? Uh, correct. Oh, yes, that is correct. Con 5, dex 1, 10 plus, no shield. Unless you would count this where at in my hand as a shield. No, but four points of damage. Well, well that seems to go through, Jesse. Yeah, as it as they you see a short sword flash through. The second attack with disadvantage, 11 and an 18. So it's going to be 15 to hit you. No, 16 is the number now. Okay, so boom. Now the, that I've the read second my character one, sheet. The second one is deflected both Oof. off your skin a little bit and the beam that now stops them from being able to run through this area. And you've really got a bottleneck going on Great. with Perfect. these uh, were-rats. That exactly moves what I us down to Nacron. What are you going to do? I just want to say- not Something only, witty? Not only is Meradius an intelligent zero, but Brett is as well. <laughs> Stop playing your character, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Nycrin. Uh So in a fit of desperation Nycrin with the dead weight of JR attached to his legs uh, decides to cast Minor Illusion um, ahead of us on the exit on the way out not too far like literally right in front of us for a massive dragon roar Oh, can you do visual illusions and sound illusions? So I can. You can create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts for the duration of one minute. So basically, this massive because obviously we I'm, of an my, object within of not, range. Of not, so, no, so you create a sound or an image of an object within range that lasts. Oh, okay, sound of an object in range. So I have to I have to see it. I have to make an illusion. No, no, that, no that's, a mute, no, that's right? an illusion. You can make a sound. Yeah. So. Knowing that the dragon it's, is around the area. I think that means in range. Like, you know, you make the object, it has to be in range of the spell. I think that's the way I'm reading. The, like, that's the way I'm seeing that. The object in range of the spell. Yeah, so he's casting at the mouth of the, the spell, sound, which is in range yeah. of your spell. The yep. sound and, and the, the sound object have to be in the range of the spell, in, within range of you. Like, how? what's the range of the spell? Um, 30 feet. Yeah, so you have to create the sound and the object or, within yeah, Or within feet. a five foot kind of cube. Yeah. So yeah, literally right where I am. The idea being is, I'm thinking they probably know there's a dragon in the area. Mm -hmm. So if I make it sound like the dragons at the end of the corridor, I'm going to scare the shit out of all the rats, or at least make them very hesitant to come any further in. So is there the a save that? Needs uh, to so happen? basically, if a creature uses its action to examine the sound, uh, I guess in other words, to see like is this fucking legit? Um, the creature can determine that it is an illusion with a successful intelligence investigation check uh -huh. against your spell save DC, which is actually 12. Can I just say, in every RPG system I've ever played, illusions are stupid. 
Like, they don't give you an accurate way to kind of, like, measure- Success. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, it, do, what, what it does is allow- I, I kind of agree with you. Creative yeah. players to step outside of the rules and find a way to- <laughs> Yeah, but shitty DMs always fuck it up for you them. You just did it beautifully with a corridor and a slam and a, you know, that, that, that's now, the I'm way I'm wondering plays, why mate. he didn't make the illusion of the corridor collapsing, but you see fear on the- They're halfway through that, though. What? That the, region where it's collapsing. No, it's kind of right above them. I thought it was just one. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Anyway, but the, I mean, you can, you, yeah, you could swap to Depend that if you want, but I, I do love the idea of a dragon and, and it's worked enough. Like, you know, you're playing on a fear mm, that already exists here. Like there is, there is no reason that I could think of because these rats know that's, you know, part of the story that you guys don't know is they moved here because of that dragon. They didn't want to be so exposed in the other place as to, uh, mm. so they moved into the cave because dragons can't really come into the cave. So you've played on a fear that's already there um, and they, you give them a bit of pause. What are you going to do? Um, you've still got some action. I'm going right? to yeah. carry or move in out, to, out towards the exit, shaving yep. at Maradius to- you, you have enough movement to get out of yep. the exit and out of the line of sight if cool, you cool, want cool, to. Cool, 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 cool. Just, cool. You can what fly is- upwards. Yep, I'm just I'm moving out, getting did, as far away as possible. What exactly did you shout to Meridius? Oh, something witty. Get to the chopper. <laughs> he had to split. <laughs> what would I say? Uh, this is this is what Meridius will react to, right? Yep, yep. I got the little one. Let's go. There we go. Great. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Where, did, where was that Nycrin voice from? I don't know. I've never that heard was, that, that one before. Nycrin's voice changes all the time. I was Reggie. Because <laughs> yeah. Reggie is just my normal voice, right? Yeah. Nycrin's got his hand up JR's butt using him as a puppet. <laughs> that was that voice. Like Chuck Wood. Uh, Lindsay, let's see what JR does. This is a, uh, a moment. More blood. Hang on. How many, out. how many have you rolled? I'm not telling you. Oh, fuck. More blood. I need to get uh, next. 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 Where's it coming turn, from? I'm going to give him the healing probably a, a sword wound to his neck. Okay. We're going to say his butt. Can I, heal, can I do a heal check, or have I used it to me actions? You cannot do a heal. You'll check need to drop him to you do need, that. You need to use my first aid kit. Yeah. It's in my pack. But, yeah. Medicine check. Yeah. Just drop him to get the pack out. Dang, Nama! What took you so long? Come on, Q, Q, Q! We got to get out of here. Closer he gets to a mine, the more like a miner he talks. Does <laughs> 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 same anything like a child? Yeah. So you see, you see, Are Duke boys Don, around. Let's Don, John, Don John Raskin. <laughs> I'll say more. Yeah, Don John Raskin in a very excitable uh, way. His fists are between his legs and his knees are coming up in a, in a kind of a gold miner's dance. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's like, damn, what are you doing? Q, 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 let's get out of here. And it's like he's he's beckoning. He's <laughs> in time for a costume change. <laughs> this is stinking marble. <laughs> he's beckoning you. He's beckoning you guys to uh, to move forward. Come on, we got to get out of here. This ain't safe for no one. Dang damn it. Proprietor. <laughs> My proprietors cannot. Proprietor. <laughs> um, yeah, so that. I guess right now uh, the ball is in your court, Maradius. Like this, this is on you. These two are out of the tunnel as far mm, as you can mm, see. Well, mm. you can't even see them. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, yeah. So Maradius heard that little one's out. Maradius is dead, concerned about Jaya and his welfare. Mm-hmm. He will slam this one were rat into the beam that's holding up the other side of the pole. The, yeah. the, the, the 
um, RSJ. I'd like to think about it. Some kind of <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. joist above the, yeah. of his head, trying to slam that one down. Yep. And then we'll run on, we'll drop him and run on out of there. So okay. you'll try and smash the rest of it. Let's do that. Um, just to be clear, yeah, he is not inhibited by difficult terrain yep. made by earth or stone. Gotcha. So he knows he can possibly outrun anything if it's going if it gets hairy in here. Okay. It's very hairy. There's he rats. Has earth walker beer ability. From outside here. Dang damn it! Was that a dragon? Because <laughs> he wouldn't know that you rolled the that there's an illusion too. <laughs> he's he's just as scared as they are. That's a twenty-two. To Ooh. slam oh, this guy into the wow. other, other pole. Okay, unless I roll a natural 20. <laughs> okay. What I rolled was like a 20, but subtract 17. Right. So you you obviously the first crunch of this pole falling down has caused some splinters. This snaps the pole altogether, and you can see a mass of rat. And splintered beam RSJ goes flying into its compatriots at the back, pushing them back a little bit, putting them onto their back foot. They already look frightened, and you turn and bolt out of there. Shh, quiet in the tunnels. As he runs on out. Not hindered by any rocks or rubble on the floor, just straight on through. Okay. At this point, we're going to just move in two lots of initiatives because I think it's really important that we we keep you as groups because I'm assuming you group up together. So I'm going to give you guys, you know, while you've had your go, Maradius. Maradius would like to go 50 foot in the air as well. This is your turn. (laughs) Um, This goes to both... Nikron first and then Jay Lockwood. So I'm going to go around the table a little bit yeah. uh, in terms of that. So Nikron, what are you doing? Uh, so I'm going to pull like the, um, I'm not sure where I've got this situated on my person, but the um, healing potion. Yep. And attempt to- In the um, exhaust port just below no, yeah, the main port. Yeah. Okay, cool. And I'm going to drink it. <laughs> 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 um, no, I'm going to give it to JR. Because you don't want to attack an opportunity. <laughs> and then, is, is this, wait, wait, is this a moment like a bird where you drink it and then regurgitate it? Baby birding. Yeah, only with cure light. Yeah. Yeah, that's right, with a couple of compressions on the chest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, I'm going to pour it into uh, JR's um, mouth. Yep. Roll the dice. What was it, a cure light? One okay. potion of healing. Cure wounds, I think, is what Cure they call wounds. it. Cure wounds. What was that, D8? You have D&D Beyond, which has items in it, you realise that, right? Yeah, that's where I'm going. I don't use D&D. No, I'm saying I'd- him. <laughs> the where? guy that's where? actually where? casting where? the potion. Where? Where? Where you could have actually added the potion to his D&D Beyond character sheet and then just clicked on use. How'd you do that? <laughs> 1D8 plus one. I should have drank it. Five. <laughs> drink it. I don't care. Five. Five. Oh, look at it. What a oh, good. Right. Right. Fuck you. I get to, otherwise, I get to, if, if you don't, I get to roll my final death save and I'll record it okay. for the socials. Five. So the potion of healing that you have, you begin to pour the magical red fluid from this vial uh, straight down J.R. Lockwood's gullet. You can see, unlike you, he's probably got a smaller tongue, but still quite large because of his singing cheeks. Um while administering this potion, which takes the entire action, you can now roll 2d4 plus 2. For what? For healing. That's the healing that you give JR. 2d4 plus 2. Seven. Seven. Well, it was a minimum of four, so you did okay. <laughs> First of all, I did was a one. I was like, please don't do a double one. 
There's still four points of healing. At the very end of it, I hope that this means he's not dead, unless that third uh, blood was the last of it. <gasps> oh, great. Oh, was that a C? <laughs> C flat. <laughs> what happened there? Is everything okay? It's all under control. Don't worry. Just get up. Let's move. Move and- Did I just, miss it? No, nothing Nothing interesting. Just Let's just go. Rats. Exactly. <laughs> so good. So good. And you start moving down. You hear, you hear like some movement from inside the tunnel, but they don't seem to follow. A couple of javelins fly out of the mouth of the tunnel, obviously thrown from further back in, um, but they don't seem to be coming back out uh, of there. And Don John's like, damn, dead drag, cute, cute dragons here. We got to run. Dang, name of the dragons around here. We got to find some cover as fast as we can. No, you imbecile. It was a, it was a spell. Just, just chill. We just, just get away from here. And as I do that, can I just randomly just fire a firebolt down the tunnel way? Yep. Cool. Yep. Just look. It's more. I envisage that more like uh, Han Solo running away. You know, he just yeah, yeah, puts yeah. his blaster yeah. backwards exactly. and then shoot. Yeah. yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> so you and then you start running away. You have successfully stopped with that with that illusion spell. You've stopped any pursuit uh, of whereats. I think that's a that's pretty reasonable to think that they they're scared of the dragon. Don John takes a moment or two to to stop being shaken as well, and you get to a far enough away place that you think you're you're fairly much safe to have uh, a short rest if you will a long Ooh. rest even Ooh. it's up to you guys you can set camp but don john just says like my proprietor is not gonna be very happy with me i do not know what i'm gonna do now this has put me in a right bind by all means i should stay back behind and make sure that nobody else goes into here perhaps i could uh oh i might go back into town and hire myself a band of mercenaries. You wouldn't be uh, interested in a new job, would you? Um, what is this job entailing? Going back in there <laughs> and uh, getting the rats. We could do that right now if I if I hired you. Moradius is much? looking at JR and just shaking his head from side to side as if to say there is no way I'm walking into those rats one more time. We could smoke them out. Just, you know, keep... Lighting fire in the tunnel. I don't know how to make the sound of a rock band's head shaking anymore. Very <laughs> Yeah. Uh, maybe later. We're on a quest to kill a dragon at the moment. Well, I would. I would uh, task you. My, I'm sure my proprietors would uh, be much appreciated if you could maybe escort me back to uh, Fandalen. Double the raid. Uh, Danger pay. There's a dragon about. Well, there was a dragon bout all the time, but uh, look, I would uh, reward you handsomely. Sounds good. Hey, yep. Let, let's go. Also, seeing as though you're going anyway. Do you want us to make like a, I don't know, a charisma check on that or something? What for? <laughs> for hustling the hell out of him. Uh, for hustling, for trying to hunt. No, he's, he's kind of, what a choice does he have? Fair enough. <laughs> he either goes by himself or he doesn't, or he stays here and he uh, he might uh, try his luck at, the, uh, at becoming a were-rat. There is a, uh, I did find online, Don John Raskin as a wear out. Oh, really? <laughs> so at some point, some someone, party's someone fucked that it. up bad yeah. <laughs> and Don John has turned into a wear out. That's great. So we're going to rest here and in turn. Like, oh, I've already done it. I oh, thought we had. Yeah. A long or a short? I did a long. Sorry. A long. <laughs> a long is a full back. night. Yeah, yeah. Care what my spell right. back. So you, yeah, yeah. He's happy. Yep. I am happy for us to stay here. and uh, I'm up in a tree. You want, you want to camp outside? 
a rat cave that we just pissed off thinking that that was the oh, only no, you're entrance. Fa- not, you're not right outside. You're far enough. Like you've, time's gone by. You've traveled into safety. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you haven't just gone like 50 foot. <laughs> We're like, fuck you, rats. Yeah. <laughs> Taking that long rest thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you you probably went for a good hour or so before you, you got to this point. With no pursuit. With no pursuit. Yeah, correct. Oh, that's. Did we fully heal when we. Yeah. You... Cool. Yeah. I, was... I mean, I'm glad I'm alive. I'm glad you're alive. That would have too. been pretty awesome, though. Could have been. It would have also. I would have loved to see what your party did without. Uh huh. With uh-huh. <laughs> the rock and the bird. To the caves, to the trees, to the caves, to the trees. <laughs> <laughs> Meradius was super tired when he ran out of that cave. Super tired, like he'd expended all of his energy on some kind of frenzied rage. <laughs> But there's no after effect on a rage in this system. Is there not? There's no after effect on a rage. Oh, you just I did not know sure about that. that. I thought it was a point of exhaustion. I thought that was the thing. Yeah. Is it? Is it written next to your AC? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, snap. You're getting sass from the dude that doesn't read. <laughs> rules. I read. I just don't read rules. There's no point there's that out. I'm not illiterate. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You've got more degrees than anyone else in this room. 50. Degrees. No, it doesn't say anything like that on the on the. That works for me. It works for me. Works for you. Just reading what I'm being told, right? Yeah. And you you look at the whole night goes by. You rest up. You uh, make sure that you are you you've set some good watch on the camp. Nothing really. I I do want to just talk to uh, Nikron. I'm not mad. You don't know whether I'm looking at you or not because I got a 360 degree field of view. So I got my back to you at the moment, but I am looking at you. But yeah. why did you attack that lady? A contract is a contract is a contract. We had a deal. They broke the deal. They faced the wheel. I mean, yes. You've obviously never dealt with bureaucrats before. Ouch. Why? What do you mean? I'm just saying we could have, yes, she broke the deal and we were going to, you know. The idea was to clear them out. We were going to deal with that, but we were separated from half our party in a position surrounded by rats. It would have been better if we left first and then came back later. In retrospect, yes, the rats, I thought, would be a simpler task to clear out. However... To be fair, those rats were particularly determined not to die. Indeed. Yeah, so I'm just saying, like, I'm just wanting to know, like, I think it's better from now on if you just let me say, go. I'm happy to let you off the leash because you were fantastic <laughs> with the orcs anyway. Leash? But <laughs> that's in his second novel. <laughs> but let you off the leash. Where's uh, the gift? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I had that under control. I could have turned that around. Did you, if you, did you really? I could yeah. have. Are you sure? I really could have. If you and fireballed her in the face, well, ne- which I mean, I wanted to do myself. Well, I'll tell you what, JR. Next time, you can take the lead. I'm pretty sure I was that time. No, until no, no, you well, fire- do a better job of it. <laughs> if you'd taken the lead, you would have taken the lead, and we wouldn't have gotten to the mess that we got into. I agree to disagree. <laughs> Go to bed. I think you're a bit tirate. <laughs> it's, t- it's a word that we keep growing between tired and irate. You know how if you're hungry and angry, you're hangry? It's a halfling term. Yes. <laughs> if you're tired and irritated, words. you're tirate. Tirate. It's a thing. <laughs> I, knew a girl, I knew a girl once named Tirate. <laughs> it's time for sleep and uh, set watch. Indeed. I'll take the first watch, no problem. 
Uh, buckle up nicely and you sleep, get a good night's rest. We just well, have a long rest, didn't we? there once was a girl named Tyrate, and I didn't know her size. But when I bought her a nice big dress, I got between her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Don John, he's with a crooner. He wants to be a crooner too. He likes the idea of it. Uh, it's like you- karaoke on the road. You wake up the next morning and I, there's a couple of little bits of housekeeping that I, I need to do. So I need somebody for me just to uh, roll me a D20, please. Shotgun. Seven. A seven. That would have killed me if that was that was my next roll. <laughs> yeah. It really would have Get killed me. Get these ones like me. Yeah. The dragon appears. I was ready to like record it as like a socials, like final death save. To the south of your uh, area where you guys are, you've moved into the woods a little bit. You're looking over the top of the uh, the the ice spire peak is sort of somewhere in the distance of you and that that big spine of the world, the mountains. But as it lowers down, the spine moves into the earth and the low foothills to the south. You can see that there is a commotion. A dragon flies in the air to the south above. A place that you've come from very recently where gnomes may have existed. But the dragon has taken to the air quite a distance away. And even from this area, you can see a little bit of a dragon sign um, as as it's reaping its havoc in that general, general area. And level up. Yeah! Shit. That's going to do nothing. Guys, if we... uh can't take where at can we take a drag <laughs> not yet we can't from behind yeah so you your characters level up obviously we'll get to that next time that we play but you make your way all the way into Fandolin. you get into the town center you get to the uh to the town hall where harbin wester is you know to the door of the uh the town hall i say what do you want you're not a dragon are you you have to tell me harbin we're back we went to the mine. It's been taken over by rats. We killed some orcs for By them. rats, you say? Did you did you deliver Don John Raskin? We brought him back here, yes. You've brought him back? In one piece, you'll be glad to know. I will say they did their job very well and they should deserve the payment for my pro- prior tours. I'm going to need to contact those people. Um, could you please uh, pass the payment underneath the... Uh, Door, I guess. Plus the additional and for the return. You trip. see, like the coins start coming out one by one. Do, 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 do. Hundred GP. Is this Sli- a stone building? Slips from under the uh, under the the door of the uh, the town hall, which is a stone building. Harb and uh, Don John Raskin disappears for a little while and then comes back after moving from uh, one of the trading posts. Um, and he uh, he hands you a pouch. He says. This is the extra that I did uh, promise you. Oh, thank you. And there's another 100 GP in there. Oh, thank you. My life is owed to you. Should I ever be able to repay you? What, do you want to join us? In any shape or hell, no. No. I have found this group to be unorganized. I could teach you how to croon. I once knew a girl named Tyreen. She liked Polly. Starring. It's time to go back to a decent meal at the inn, I believe. Just one second. Can you pass through rock, being that you are rock? 
No. He pa- he passes could, rock. I saw that. If, if there's rock on the floor, I find it not as difficult as others to walk amongst it, but never mind. I'm going to get this blasted mayor out of here because he's been a shit leader and he's not helping his town at mm. all. Mm. He mm. needs to be a, a face for the town. You get, you know, make them feel safe and welcome and feel like someone's doing something about this place instead of being a little shit. You know I can hear you, right? Yes, I do. Yeah, I will come out once the dragon's gone. Perhaps if you take care of that, I'll come out. I'm going to just start campaigning and leave him in there. JR yeah. for mayor. That's what makes you <laughs> such a good leader of this party, JR. You have the priorities well set in your mind. Well, I mean, I'm just saying I can't really get the people to do anything until unless I'm the mayor, right? Correct, correct, correct. And then you'd have a whole house where you could pass coins under a door. That would be Yes, but wonderful. I mean, you know. Anyway, let's go get some food and a drink and figure out what our next step is. Excellent idea. The mayor sticks in here with me. Not for long. And... That's the end of tonight's session. We survived. We did survive. Oh, bloody hell. I quite like the- Sketchy, sketchy. The the jumping through the uh, wood panels. Like, you know, I've been thinking about that since you put that in my head last week. And I was like, how would you actually be able to do that? And I was like, you need something heavy. And then you picked up a rat and I was like- that's yeah, that's heavy. heavy. <laughs> that's heavy. You need a couple of max chops, but I reckon a rat would do it. I just want to point out the immortality of uh, J.R. Lockwood continues. <laughs> Especially if you would become a rat creature. Oh, that would Imagine if you would become have a rat creature. With the new wear rat rules. There was, there was a moment where I was hoping that I would wake up with a 20 and just be able to go, stop, and then, like, trade myself to let the others go and, like, get bitten, become, like, their man on the outside. Oh,